Hello, baby. You know, there's there's something special about um, my pockets. Ah, there's something special in your pockets. What is it? It's a piece of cloth. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. Sorry, I don't know where that was going. Yeah, I don't know. Where, um, I was but, gonna say it's like. A, <laughs> me neither. Do you have some in your pocket? Is that a square in your well, pocket? I, or you I was gonna it? say. You guys remember how? Or you guys probably oh, seen okay. where like a guy will like just take the lining out of the pocket, and be like, "That's my pocket square." Have you yeah. guys seen that? Uh, I, I mean, haven't. I, mean, I haven't. I don't know if I've seen. A guy do that in front of me, like say those words and then do yeah. that exact action. Not, not in real but life. But I have seen I have seen jackets <laughs> where that's like a marketing point, where it's like it has a f- crazy lining like a on fun, the inside, pa- like paisley lining. On yeah, the inside. and they're like, "That's your pocket square." It's uh, it's it's weird because uh, I know like mannequins will do that. Like mm-hmm. it, like it, I'm I don't know if Jake who does it, but I know like a band probably like, we did that because we didn't actually have a lot of pocket squares. Oh yeah, you so know? you just had to pretend, and so it was always just like here's this like navy <laughs> lining and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure or... there was like some great weird like jacquard thing for like the pockets. I feel but... like, okay, so I don't think there's many brands doing that anymore, but I feel like that was a thing in like the early to mid 2000s. When else would that have like the sixties or seventies? I guess they could have conceivably maybe been done. I'm just trying to think. Like I bet, but like mo- most, but back then, most like most uh, pocket lining was like cotton. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've seen like it's just because I'm imagining like some of the things that I've seen, some of the things that I've seen. Um, I've where seen it's, a lot of things where it's like yeah, like a floral or like psychedelic print and stuff like that. I feel like I've oh yeah, you know, like those. But that's those jacket be... lining. Is that is that also Sometimes okay, I, I feel again, like I bring I've, this up because not always did you have jacket lining match like the pocket. That's lining. true, but I'm just saying. I bet you know if you look at if you look at every suit made in the Johnny Carson collection or something. Um, oh yeah, it'll be there'll be some example of a jacket that has that built-in pocket square as like a selling point. I think the Ryan Seacrest collection might have done that as well. <laughs> who who mm. did that? Uh, yeah, but I, I'm also referring to the. Jimmy Fallon pocket square, which also was like a phone holder or something. You guys remember that? I don't remember uh, that. That's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm glad that late right, night hosts still right have now. suit Jimmy, lines, though. That's good. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Did it have like uh, a pocket square? Did it have like a? Did Jimmy Fallon and J Crew just reinvent the pocket square? Dude, fuck off. Meet the pocket dial, part pocket square, part iPhone case. Oh. And oh, it's ugly so, as hell, dude. It's it's like a leather wallet pocket, like wallet case. Uh, case thing. And then there's like, like as as if it's hair, uh, like like a little tuft of of cloth. Or, or like a carrot. Don't care for that. A bad carrot. Yeah, that means your, love that means that... your chest pocket's gonna be weighed down with your phone, and it's like bulging. Yeah, and. I like how this this article says we're big fans of Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> like they got paid. We we at GQ, we love this. Mm-hmm. We love it so much. It's forty eight dollars. Get the hell out of here, brother. The pocket dial. I'm look up Ryan Seacrest. Actually, I don't care about Ryan Seacrest. Okay, Welcome, wait, let me look up pocket square. Let me. I'm just trying to think of the dumbest fucking thing a pocket square could also be. There's got to be. I mean, there. I know that there's going to be like a million things. That's like this pocket square is also a microfiber cloth where you can clean your glasses 
or iPhone with. Do you know who did that? Who did that? Ryan Seacrest? The Armory. Oh, the Armory? Really? They did that? Yeah. No, they wow. did that. The Armory did Pocket Square, like, microfiber. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm trying to think if there's got to be a goofier, dumber thing. Like, have you seen those ties okay, that double at least as a, a flask? Oh, yeah, like, they have a little, like, tube. Like, yeah, um, like, like maybe a it's little, just like, a really thing. thick square in your breast pocket that's filled with booze. Yeah. But if someone hides you too hard, it, it pops. I just found it. So the, the Armory Pocket Squares, uh, they actually have a nice design to them. They look, I mean, I'll, I'll put it in. They look this, amazing. The, 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 they look like a regular. Does it have a chat? Oh, this does have a chat. Holy shit. I forgot about this. I never use fucking Zoom. A little peek behind the baseball curtain, as it were. The baseball but, curtain. But, yeah. Uh, the Armory has a lens cloth pocket square. It's made with special polyester material that is the ultimate wow. in lens cleaning. Well, I didn't even know that when I made that little gag, but here we go. Life imitates art, as it turns out, which is my jokes. Those are art. Yeah. But I do know the value of this microfiber thing. My mom got a whole bunch of them, and it's so much better than my regular lens cloth. Like, mm. the this, like, crazy fiber thing. Like it, it, I'm like, oh, my oh, God, fiber. I can see... Fiber for oh, your yeah, eyes. Oh, yeah, you guys remember that one? Yeah. Oh, dude, they oh. should market fiber for your eyes. <laughs> uh, like for poop poop coming out of your eyes? Yeah, I mean, it happens to me all the time. I don't know about you guys, but like, you, every you day. You weep poop? Yeah, I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> the, the short, everyone knows that the shortest verse of the Bible is Jesus pooped. Jesus pooped, yeah. Right. And then the, the then the second part is from his eyes. From his eyes. Yeah. Don't you guys love that? Don't you guys love Sound Direction and their poop? Hey, we did it without even like referencing it beforehand. So we, we just we love played poop ourselves jokes. straight. Yeah. yeah, we just played ourselves straight. Mm-hmm. Um, which is never mind. Um, <laughs> welcome back to Sound Direction podcast. Uh, without the stuffiness, I am one of your three faithful faithful servants. Yeah, faithful servants of menswear. I'm not Ethan faithful. and Wong. I've, I've been cheating on everybody. <laughs> With a different I'm podcast Spence. or what? Yeah. The, Richard yeah. Gere is not the one unfaithful. Who is it? Diane Lane, I think. That's is right. The, the, Richard the Gere, he hired a damn prostitute. Can you believe that guy? I can believe it. Yeah. Wait, he hired, wait, he hired one? He was one. Oh, well, hold on. No, wait, no, wait. Uh, what are you not, not fucking to? Richard Gere. I'm thinking about the English guy. I'm crazy. I'm straight up crazy. What are you? What are you? What uh, was he talking about? Hugh, was it Hugh Grant? Yeah. In real life, he hired a prostitute. I think so. And yeah, because like Jay Leno got him on and was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just, I love prostitutes yeah and that's basically what he said um yeah the, but it was not richard gear those are two t- very different guys <laughs> i when i watch american gigolo i could see richard gear like his whole like even the way he acts kind of ryan gosling-esque like even mm. like the way he talked was kind of like ryan gosling okay. kind of like like that like, kind of like light slightly whiny voice that ryan yeah. gosling does i like i mean i i don't think i've seen like a, a young richard gear movie so that's why I should all make the a movie called like him, the man. young Richard Gear. Yeah, I would love. Yeah, I, I would love to look like him. Yeah, let me look up Richard Gear. Ryan got. Let's just figure out. Are they parents? Are they parents? <laughs> Hello, son. Yeah. I am Richard Gear. It'd be fun if it was uh, his dad, and we just learned on. What are both of your age. names? Uh, Richard Gear hated Ryan Gosling. No. 
God damn it. I'm trying to... Okay, I fucking hate Pinterest. It's it's fucking a virus that's eaten up the internet. Google is completely useless now because every time I try to click on an interesting clickbait headline, like nine movie couples who hated each other in real life, it always links to a fucking Pinterest thing that doesn't link to the original article. I'll never learn if Richard Gere hated Ryan Gosling, but maybe they did. I'm MJ. Here's that's here, right. oh that's MJ. Wait, really quick. Here's a post from the frustrated <laughs> Indian. Okay. That just says Ryan Gosling, Richard Gere, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> what's that's the, it? What's the connection or what's the through line there? Uh, it's from some Indian news website. ED delivers a stunner. Says Augusta Westland middleman's diary mentions the initials RG. Wow. And that's what's going on. That's the that's the news that the mainstream media won't uh, tell you. That's right. You got to yeah. go to Q for that, right? That's right. Yeah. That, it's our it's our one of our Q drops. This is our Q drop. Q collab. Yeah. And that's Spencer, by the way, guys. Oh yeah, I'm Spencer. Hi. Welcome. Uh, we're today we're talking about pocket squares. We're talking that about is the squares. What our, that's right. And pocket. I can't believe we've never talked. I don't think even think I've written about pocket squares. Other than one article, which is called the, did I call it the exploding pocket square? I'm pretty sure I did. The I would hate to have pocket an exploding square. pocket square because that's so close to your heart. I feel like it would fuck up your ventricles or. Oh, I did. I never you know? wrote it as a, as a standalone. Actually, it just shows up I'm in just... other things. Well, I think yeah. there's a reason we haven't really talked much about pocket squares, and it's it's because I don't think. I don't. I don't necessarily want to say it's an afterthought for us, but I also I think it kind of is. Like I don't know. I used to have. I used to wear them a lot more. Um, yeah. And now I don't. Uh, but even when I did wear them, I was like, I just you know, I would just find ones that I like and kind of throw it in. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't like a. It wasn't as much as an intentional thing as like, oh, I want to have a shirt with like a long collar or something or like button pocket harmony or whatever. It was just like okay, well, this kind of goes with that, so it works. It's uh, yeah, we're gonna it, we're gonna have to get into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a low uh, low effect detail or like dressing decision. And again, Which maybe really after this funny. episode, I'll yeah. decide to start wearing them again. But I haven't really worn pocket squares recently. I mean, we're gonna get into it because you know most of the reasons, most of the times, guys will wear a pocket square is because they're wearing a tie mm-hmm. or because they want to be formal. And uh, yeah, I know that I know that we just said. That you know, it's kind of low on our like, our dressing accoutrement priority list, but most guys will get a fun pocket square. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like like they like when they start upgrading their style. I think they're like, well, I have ties at home. I've got a sport coat already. Most guys, and I'm using this very generally. It could also just be straight up not true, but I think guys will be like, oh, but I'll I'll start getting a pocket square. A lot of guys, um, again, <laughs> that's not a real fact, but. <laughs> From when I looked up, a lot of people call it like a like a like a very easy like luxury thing to have. Hmm. You know, I think it, and so. It's kind of like this. It occupies this kind of space of, oh, when I'm trying to get into, when I'm trying to get into menswear, I'm trying to get dressed up. The pockets are something that I can buy that I can spend a little bit more money on, and I'll get like the benefit is like looking fancier, hmm. injecting some personality to it, um, and yeah, you know, they, they get a little bit more dapper, a little bit, a little bit different than what they normally wear. Yeah, and I, um, I want to, but I, yeah. Well, I also want to be clear. I, I, you know, I just we just talked shit about pocket squares lightly for a little bit, but also like I feel like it does. It, it like I'm not, I'm not denying that it does. You know, there's a difference between, you know, if you say you have a guy 
and a, and a, a nice three roll two Brooks Brothers sack suit or something. Yeah. Uh, sans pocket square, and then you have someone with a, a neat little TV fold or a puff or something like that. There, there is a difference between those two outfits. There's like yeah, a yes, in yeah. Time. There, there, there is. It does add something to, mm-hmm. the, to the fit, and, and we'll get into how we wear pocket squares, like when and when we actually do it, and what the vibes are. But uh, what's the history of pocket squares? I'd be glad to is tell the... you, and yes, we'll be and going we're... straight to the source. That's right. Yes, I was, I was about to make a. I was about to make a, a time traveling, a little like Rosetta Stone reference or something. But go ahead. Well, this, where is this coming from? This is coming from knowledge. Uh, this is from the Encyclopedia. Uh, Can you Esquire's say his last en- name? Yes, Esquire's Encyclopedia of Twentieth Century Menswear. But the the guy the Encyclopededia Brown. Yeah, no, it's like O. E. Softloafer or whatever. Sure, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was Encyclopedia Brown who actually wrote this one. Okay. But anyway, um, what they so what they have written here, uh, and I'll just go through. I'm not going to read it all, uh, um, but I not will verbatim. Not verbatim, but I'll just kind of summarize this. So uh, the term uh, handkerchief, meaning a silk square that you would put in your pocket. Um, was not really a thing until about 1900, the turn of the century, uh, and then in like uh, around then in Sears catalogs, you could get um, pure linen hemstitched handkerchiefs with white centers and artistic fancy colored borders uh, from uh, from the from Sears, and so you could get Japanese silks. Uh, later in the 20s, they became a lot more popular and report. Uh, Men's Wear, the magazine, noted that brightly colored figure or uh, brightly figured shantung uh, were being reported uh, popular at Oxford, were very much in evidence and were young or worn by the younger set, not only decorate the pockets but for general use. Um, and so people were uh, not bo- just using pocket squares for fashion, but they were actually using them to blow their nose and stuff like that. Uh, later on, uh, they became the the brighter colors that you would see in the in the in the 20s which i didn't realize this this was like a according to esquire this was like a big thing um just like in the in the 20s you would want the novelty pocket square and the brightly colored silk and stuff like that later in the 30s uh it became uh, a little bit more subdued um and we, we we've seen like the pocket squares that i guess are close to the ones they've talked about like the ones that are really common in the 30s and 40s are the mostly white or like tonal ones that have kind of like a big exploding like check pattern um i feel like i have a bunch of those that i've gotten like from benny or other you know vintage stores where they normally sell them for like really cheap um there were also like fuller like uh foulards and then um yeah, just like paisley prints as well, but I mean, I haven't seen as many uh, examples uh, in real life. The TV fold, uh, which we'll talk about, first started becoming popular in the late 40s, which is when, uh, like the 30s and 40s is when it kind of became more common just to wear the plain white uh, cotton or linen pocket square. Um, I think that was a thing for the entire time the pocket square was being worn, but of course it went from being like if you're a fashionable guy, you would get the cool silk patterned one to you know you want to you would play it safe and you would get the uh, the plain one um uh in the 60s there was uh a brief trend of embroidered pocket squares which was again another another little fun fact that i did not realize um but yeah i mean we can go back and and reference this uh as we were as we go through the episode but that's like a, a very basic history of pocket squares 
Uh, yeah, it's like it's I really said. interesting to see how something has gone from a utilitarian thing to a decorative thing. Mm-hmm. But that kind of just describes the entirety of classic menswear. You there know, was military one, clothing, one utilitarian thing workwear. When they were talking about, like, you know, the Oxford students who were wearing them, it said something. It's like, oh, they would wear them in the pirate style. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, what the, what does that mean? Does that mean, like, you would wear it like it's a bandana? <laughs> Because that would head? be cool. Like, like Smee? Does Smee actually, well, does, I don't even know what Smee wears. I don't know what Smee um, looks like. Yeah, I've, I've, I've also got, what I've also got a text, like. they a would, Bible. They would fold it like a sail and wear it that way. I'm, I'm making that up, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of TV fold, but like a, like a triangle angle. Kind of <laughs> and like yeah, just sticking out of their hat. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is coming now from... Uh, Alan Flusser's Dressing the Man. And I haven't opened this book in a long time. I mainly bought this for, like, photos. Because, like, this is, like, the earliest time I was like, oh, I, I haven't seen some of these Escarman um, illustrations. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to read from this here a little bit. This is here. In May 1957, Apparel Arts, the Men's Fashion Bible, declared the pocket handkerchief an index of fashion change. Wow, an index. That's right. Uh, as with other artifacts, artifacts of sartorial polish like French cuffs or a collar bar, the jacket's chest handkerchief adds a finishing touch to the ensemble. And I feel like that kind of just puts, just kind of describes exactly what a pocket, what a, what a pocket hanky, a pocket square does, is that it's kind of like this final accent that you can mm-hmm. do to pull things together in your outfit. And that's something you I know? didn't mention, but that's also, that's another thing that they talked about a lot is especially in the thirties. Um, <clears throat> it was like, it, you would want something that like not necessarily matches your tie, uh, in terms of like the exact pattern and color, but you would want to complement it or like pull a color from your tie or your shirt or something like that. Um, but yeah. also like tonal looks in general were pretty popular in the thirties. So to be expected. Yeah, like you would, you would kind of match it, but like it's more compliment, complimentary, like you said, Spencer. I think it wouldn't, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't do like a, a set. And there's even like in in this, I think I saw an uh, Esquire illustration where it's like you don't want to. It tells you don't match it. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think, I mean, I think that's been like the rule, well, not the rule, but just um, a general rule of thumb for a long time is. Uh, I mean, it, it it just does look tacky, I think. That's just, like, something undeniable. <laughs> Having the matching tie and pocket square tie, like, set just kind of looks... I don't know. It makes you look like you're fucking wearing, like, a costume. Like, that's something that... Yeah. You, yeah. That, that, that's an interesting thing about, like, like why does this look bad? I know, I know like, I bet, I bet people listen to this and be like, oh, yeah, like, why can't I? Like, wear it's the, like go like, ahead. It came with a set, right? I think like, it looks yeah. bad. <laughs> and I think, you know, number one, it's kind of like, you know, it reminds me of when a guy sees a mannequin and then wears the uh, like the outfit like the mannequin and then only wears those look those pieces the way he saw it mm-hmm. like there is no thought behind it and i think that that's fine for you know as like you know for or a general thing but i feel like you know if you really think about it it's more fun to kind of mix and match and kind of have yeah. some color theory behind it you know just and i think everyone can do it it's, it's not like it, this is not something that requires a fashion degree or a fashion historian thing like i think people can be like oh well like like an orange tie and like a brown pockets are kind of like work because it's like a fall color thing. You know what I mean? Like like people have that in the back of their heads. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, apparently, uh, Alan Flusser also includes an, a letter sent into Apparel Arts from 1936, um, and it says here, 
a guy from Denton, what's MD? Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, kindly suggest colors and handkerchiefs, or colors and designs of handkerchiefs, to wear with combinations of plain color white, blue, and brown shirts with blue and white vertical stripes. Sounds like me. Ride <laughs> with white, with sorry, with a wide light brown stripe on white, and blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh, with, or a sport coat combination of unmatched coat and linen trousers. And the Esquire man uh, himself says, <laughs> Breast pocket handkerchiefs may be of similar shade to either the tie worn, its background color, or colors of its figures or stripes. Alternatively, it may be of a similar shade to the shirt worn or its stripes and patterns. If it is possible to secure a handkerchief which contains colors that are both in the shirt and tie, this frequently makes a smart combination. It is undesirable to match the colors exactly as this looks studied. It looks so, too studied. Yeah, it you know, it kind of like, you know, it, it looks, yeah, a little cringe to wear together because, you know, especially when you when you find these, like, sets, you know, they're, they're all, almost always, like, in some, some vibrant color or pattern that you can't, that you can't help but think, like, well, like, if you wear them together, like, people will know that you're, you know, wearing this. And it's not about, like, status or, like, oh, you know, oh, you're, you're poor, but it's just kind of, like, why not have some contrast in the fit you mm-hmm. know and i i personally i i like the idea that yeah i like i like having this other thing to kind of like match stuff together uh or to, to kind of oh, sorry complement instead of match um because yeah i mean a pocket square so that and because you're already wearing a tie and you're wearing it with like a sport coat the the, the, the kind of cheesy things uh the cheesy actions that you take should be lessened because <laughs> You're already wearing kind of like a wild thing, especially mm-hmm. nowadays where, you know, again, outfits or, or people don't have to wear uh, suits and ties and pocket squares anymore. And we're going to get into if we if we still wear these stuff. If but we still I wear do, these stuff. I do know that dressing the man, even though I kind of already had a good idea, I did pull a lot of inspiration from it, from how to wear pocket squares. Um, my mom also told me, like, don't match it completely because my mom had grown up reading the preppy handbook. I don't have the copy anymore because she took it back years ago, <laughs> which makes sense because it's out of print and it's from the 80s when she was yeah. like a teenager. Um, but I'm curious if there is anything in the preppy handbook about like tie and um, pocket square and shirt matching. Um, but yeah, so like Spencer said, like there's there's a bunch of different fabrics that pocket squares were like made in. Mm-hmm. Um, very generally speaking, um, like Spencer alluded to, in like the 30s and maybe like kind of more of like a 40s thing, you saw a lot more of like this like yeah this like checked pattern that wasn't found on the whole uh, pocket square, but it was like kind of like on the edge of yeah. it. And I'll, I'll put some, I'll put some photos and I'll see if I can find some some um, advertisements of those things. But, but like the, yeah, yeah. those do really well if you're doing the whole you know exploding like pocket 30s. square thing because yeah yeah be, yeah because then it's like you get all the peaks and everything. Otherwise, if you are just doing the TV fold, you, you would still get the the border, I guess. Depending on how you fold it, you could also just have it plain. Maybe that's also a selling point. Um, yeah, multiple opportunities. But yeah, those uh, I I mean, man, I have a lot of those and fuck, I cannot. I'm, they're in Southern California, so I cannot get pictures of them unless I ask my roommates to do that. But I don't know. know what the hell that they're is. not going to know. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but but it's funny to see you know like pocket squares to me were always like a they're always part of a look. You know, like you know Spencer said, like you know you have a guy in a sack suit not wearing the pocket square. I think that guy would look agnostic, right? Mm-hmm. That guy could like, could be anywhere, which is cool, which is a selling point of classic menswear but you put that guy same thing navy blazer or like a or like a tweed jacket 
with a you know OCBD chinos or whatever with a TV fold, instantly he reminds you of like a '60s Ivy League guy. He mm-hmm. looks '60s, and I'm sure even if people might not say like the exact era, people will be like, "Oh, that guy looks like some kind of old school thing." Or it's like, "Hey, he looks sharp. He looks like Don Draper or something." Yeah, you know? exactly. And and it's you know when you when you when we think about everything in terms of like cinematic dressing. Stuff like a pocket square, the use of it, how it is folded, the pattern of it does play into the aesthetic that your overall aesthetic, your overall. Yeah, POV. absolutely. And when you know, when looking at Esquire Man, you know, as as where I got my inspiration from, like I would see like you know, guys would wear patterned pocket squares. They weren't always like in a puff fold. They would kind of like be kind of exploding out. Yeah. Kind of like that little you know when people see like gangsters, they always imagine like those kind of like those like the like, three pyramids. points. Yeah, which. Is in my head a little bit more of like a modern affectation, or like a I feel, 70s, I feel 80s like version the, of the 40s. I've seen like the, the, the three it. peaks a lot in the like the 50s and 60s. I think that's like a mid-century thing. Okay, yeah, but or more, I, okay, it's more mid-century. But when you look at like photos of like the 30s and 40s, they're kind of a little bit more haphazard. They're kind of mm-hmm. just thrown in there. And there's even an illustration. Um, it's not it's not a vintage one. It is just kind of an instructional uh, that Alan Flusser does, where it it looks like how I do it, where. There is no fuss to it. It's just you take the pocket square, you dig it upside down, you, you, you just kind of wave it so the points are all down, and then you just take that and put it in your pocket, and that's it. You kind of just arrange it from there. There's no, like, twisting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely how you, you might think that, you know, movie stars would do it. Because when you look at it, like Spencer said earlier, the exploding pocket square, I call it that. That's not a term found in Esquire Man Bible. But it is kind of like when you see like these old movie stars, like the pocket squares just like exploding out of their pocket. You know, it's just kind of like it's it's haphazard. Sometimes like the peaks are like, like you know, depending on if it's like a silky one, it like the peaks will like kind of fold over the pocket, yeah. look very droopy. You know, I think it's I think it's really cool. And you also see that in illustrations during those times too. And like so for me, I started wearing a pocket square because I knew that it was important for the look. You know, even if at the time if I wasn't wearing completely all vintage. I would want to do the vintage look by doing the pocket square because it does contribute to that thing. Like, again, if it was a TV fold, you'd look 60s. If it's exploding, you'd look more like 30s, 40s. If but you don't have one, you'd look like H&M in 2009. But, I mean, like you said, yeah, if you did, you know, depending on how you do it, also, like, like I, I can't think of any specific examples, but I'm sure if you look at, like, films and television from, like, the late 40s to early 50s and stuff like that, you'd find a lot of examples like, oh, this one character is supposed to be straight-laced and stuffy, so he's got the, you know, the the classic, like, TV fold, or maybe the peaks, because obviously those are very fastidious to do. Uh, and then you have a character with a more artistic temperament or something like that, and they got the crazy exploding pocket square. It's like, I don't know, it's like... I mean, hey, like you said, it's like the reason that you like wearing ties is because it's one more thing that you can be careless about or something. <laughs> like, yeah, sl- yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's like the same thing with the pocket squares, kind of. You know, yeah, it's just I like really, I really like that. That's like the the whole appeal of like like the like kind of maximalist kind mm-hmm. of a thing. You yeah. know, I know it's um, also a lot easier to wear pocket squares. Like, uh, like I feel like the effect that you get from wearing, say, a red silk pocket square that's exploding out of your pocket um, is basically the same. Well, I don't know. It's not basically the same as wearing, like, a red carnation, but I think it's a lot easier to get that kind of little pop of color and it doesn't look nearly as cheesy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of tough now because I was going to say, like, you know, as time went on, people don't wear pocket squares anymore. I think it's... When you watch, like, 90s television... You know, kind of like with the collar bar, like when we talked about with, with uh, Young Chomsky for John Feld, 
like a pocket square is kind of like what an like what an older guy would do. It's mm-hmm. kind of a signal of like this guy is like a you know more classic man or he's like you know rich guy or whatever. Yeah. And people like Jerry or whatever they just they don't wear pocket squares. Like they just they just don't have that thing. Presumably because they're not always wearing a tie, but like it's just the pocket square is a part of like this look. And you if, know, and then of course now you just don't people don't wear it because people don't wear ties anymore, people don't wear suits anymore, you know. Well I think it's interesting, like, you know, the um the last presidents who have worn pocket squares, I believe well, uh-huh. Bi- Biden is a is a famous pocket square wearer. Is um, he really? He I is, and a lot of times he does the tr- the three points. Um I don't Oh I see it now, yeah. Tr- I, see I don't think I don't believe Trump ever wore one. I think the last president before Biden who regularly wore a pocket square was Ronald Reagan, old Ronnie Donnie. Um, but let me see, because I think he did, like, either a puff or maybe he did the point, points as well. Uh, yeah, he did, like, a, a puff or kind of, like, yeah, that looks like a puff. In the 40s, of course, he did the exploding pocket square. You can you can pull some photos of that. But, yeah, he, did, he always did, like, a pretty simple... It's not even like a full puff. It's just a slightly more rounded, like TV fold. Yeah, it looks like it looks like he just did a TV fold, like like he kind of like folded it, like pulled it up way. in the middle. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think it's interesting that those two presidents, who of course, um, <laughs> famous for being old, both of them are our two <laughs> most recent pocket square uh, wearers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, even then, like Ronald Reagan, even though he's like a fucking awful person. Um, you know, like there, there is like a look. He looks like you know he he has like that 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 mask. You know, like, dude, it's like again, like, stuff, right? He looks without, without clean cut. Anything about his record as a president or as a human being? It's like, of course, he's a fucking product of Hollywood in the forties or fifties. Like he's yeah. gonna, he's gonna have that certain look. You know, it's like he, the the man knew how to wear a suit. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw. I was at flea market. I saw like a collection of of Ronald Reagan photos. <laughs> like 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 it was like a book, I guess. And yeah. I was like, I mean. Say what did, you will, man. The dude, did he uh, see the one where he looks like a fucking like like Bushwick like line chef or something, where he's just wearing like a t-shirt tucked into jeans with like a watch cap? It's so funny. It's great. It's like no, a photo I of don't... him on his ranch. Let me look up Ronald Reagan that's, that's t-shirt. Sounds... Oh, I see it with the fucking <laughs> aviator, like the like the Hunter Thompson aviator. Oh yeah, kinda. dude. I mean, like yeah. that fucking guy. Oh yeah, if you Google Ronald Reagan t-shirt, you just get a bunch of annoying t-shirts that Republicans wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about like let's move to the modern day now, where you know yeah, pocket squares are kind of interesting because you know after like you know people stopped wearing them, they came back with hashtag menswear. They did, and and it's wow. interesting because like it's if we think about it, like ha- like the pocket square is a part of the hashtag menswear look, and I'm specifically referring to you know the. I guess you could call it like novelty pocket square, but like not in like a silly way. I mean, I guess there probably were some, you know. But like you know, like like, like paisleys, mm-hmm. like foulards, and that's kind of the silly that's ones. Just, like, I mean, the, well, that's, the drakes, yeah, that's... like the like the the tapestry prints, the astronaut prints, all that kind of stuff. That I don't know if Drake's even still makes anymore because they. Pivoted. I still like the tapestry prints. That's so funny. I, like I never wear mine. I have like one tapestry print Drake's thing. I still think that's one of my favorite pocket squares. Maybe it's just because I, I like the yeah. artwork on it. But I'm like, well, I'm like, this is I was really gonna good. say, I you know. This is it's like an Ethan thing to say, but like, why why wear the tapestry print pocket square when you could just fucking get a tapestry, dude, and just hang that in your hang that? Sure, in your house? but I can't carry it around with me all the time, you know. Well, then you don't have you don't have to. You don't have yeah. To. 
but but yeah, like like hashtag menswear, you know, this this time where guys are thinking about like what they're wearing more, they're putting more intentional thought. Guys are guys are also want to subvert what came before, and you know, back then, right? Like you don't wear, you know, they say okay, people wearing black shoes, I'm gonna wear these tan shoes. People are like okay, I'm the I'm gonna wear pocket square. Most people think of the white pocket square, so what's the opposite of that? Something with a fun print on it, you know. And it's almost like people thought of pocket squares as like their novelty socks, like their novelty cufflinks. It kind of like goes hand in hand with like, okay, it's a fun little thing that maybe not everyone will notice, so I can be fully about me. I can go crazy with it, and you only and people only see like a little a little sliver of it. So that's how you get like again like the Drake's pocket squares, which are probably the more tasteful versions of it. And you get like the silly ones, like Star Wars pocket squares. And you get ones that are kind of like in the middle where like, you know, you have like the Mona Lisa printed where it's like, yeah. okay, like it's art, but it's still a pocket it's square. And, and when you fold it into your pocket, like if, no one's going to know it's the Mona Lisa. You, know, you see all these like orange and like oh, you know browns and, and olives. You know the yeah. Mad Magazine like fold-ins things? Do you know what those are? Were you no. a mad kid? Okay, no. well, Mad Magazine, the last page used to be... Uh, a big picture that looked kind of weird and then there would be some text and then you had to fold in the middle and it would be like a picture of Richard Nixon's face or something. Um, and it would say like, what, me worry? Um, but that's, uh, they should do that with pocket squares. So it's like, you know, it looks a certain way and then you fold it and put it in your pocket and it's like, wait a minute, that's Alfred E. Newman. Oh, you're saying, so when it's all folded weirdly. Yeah, like I'll send a picture out. of the one of the fold-ins. Okay, I, okay. That, see, this, I, I think reading Mad Magazine as a kid was such a formative experience because I I got not only Mad Magazines, but I got, like, the Mad for Decades things. And this was before I was necessarily into vintage. I was still, like, always into history. But I would just spend, like, hours just reading a bunch of fucking Mad Magazine jokes about stuff from the 60s and 70s. And I had no idea what that was about. Uh, anyway, back to Pocket Squares really quick. Um, I think a big reason they came back is, again, like, Mad Men. Um, like that yeah. came on in the air in like 2007 or whatever. People saw the skinny suits with the the pocket squares, and they're like, "What the hell is this? Like, what what is this is crazy? We got to do this." And so I think it's funny that it, it it like there must have been the initial reaction of like everyone's getting the white silk pocket squares or the white cotton ones, or doing the TV fold with their gray flannel suits and their white shirts and blue ties. And then at a certain point, someone had to have a reaction from that. It's like, no, if we're gonna be doing the pocket squares we gotta have fun with it <laughs> so let's just get well, a bunch it's, of i mean it's because like you don't want to look too fancy right yeah. like you don't want to and and you also don't want um like again like i said kind of at the top here where guys probably didn't want to buy like you know a, a new a new tie or shirt or whatever because they presumably usually most guys have at least one suit you know yeah. and like one tie and so like the fun pocket square is like a, a little a little fun thing and you know i, I think even even then where you know people are starting to pay more attention to it like they they want these like affordable luxuries and pocket squares good pocket squares you know like that's where all the fun novelty stuff comes in you pay like 50 bucks you know for the cheaper end of like the fun stuff of like yeah like the i think i i think i have like the the birth of venus or whatever as like a pocket square i think i still have it because it's it's kind of like a cool like green and like red and like it's it's pretty fun mm-hmm. um and it is cool to like have you know and and you know, you like the art and you want to bring it with you, like, you know, and you don't want to, you can't bring the tapestry with you, but you can bring this little pocket square. Yeah. And so guys kind of do that. It, I, to me, it just seems like it's like the same thing as like wearing a Star Wars Rebel Alliance socks <laughs> or like a fucking like Darth Vader cufflinks, you know, but like in a way that is a bit more, that plays more with your outfit actually, because the cufflinks are kind of like, 
I think I'm actually okay with Star Wars cufflinks. Okay, okay. Like that's yeah. I think socks are, are a little bit iffy because you get, you can see it. But I think. Well, I think whatever. Let's let's decide what Star Wars cufflinks you like. Okay, let's say just a little Millennium seal. The, okay, oh, yeah. the Millennium okay. Falcon. It's or, just a little thing. seal of like the the Imperial or Rebel logo. That's cool. What if it's like a character head? I think we've talked about Chewbacca cufflinks yeah. before, where it's just Greedo. Chewbacca's head. Greedo cufflinks. Yeah, we've what definitely seen the, what, Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. like in person, we like at Dapper Day. <laughs> Salacious crumb. <laughs> you know what? Okay, here's what they should do for Star Wars cufflinks. You know the little okay. bar on the back that keeps it in place. Make yeah. that look like a lightsaber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's my idea. That's it. <laughs> um, Nerds really... everywhere will love it. And really um, quick, just a just a quick note. Going through the Esquire thing again, I did find. I was talking about what's a dumbass novelty pocket square that has a double use. Here's one of those from 1964. Uh, it's a it's a specker chiff, and it could it, it holds glasses. I was worried <laughs> saying that would be bad, but <laughs> Spencer's canceled. Um, but no, it is it is an eyeglass case that doubled as a pocket square, which is interesting. I would love There's to no see photos of it. No, not in this, but I would love to see what it looks like. Um, okay. But yeah, fun, fun little fact. The other fun yeah, fact but, that I didn't really think yeah. about uh, is it said that the pocket squares were on the decline in the late sixties, just because so many jackets did not have breast pockets or they would have like a button down oh. breast pocket or something like that. Cause there were all those, you know, you'd have Western jackets with yokes or you would have, like Nehru jackets and stuff like that. There was all these uh, breast pocketless jackets going around. That's interesting. Yeah. I I guess that makes sense, right? I mean, again, it kind of also goes with like why Poxquist kind of went out for a little bit because like if people aren't buying ties and everything, like why would you even do that? Mm-hmm. It forces the hand of like you know, of having the, the luxury pocket square. You know, because yeah. back then pocket squares were like whatever. You know, like the, the luxury pocket square. Outside of like silk, just in general, was like not as much of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like too is that Esquire has a, a little, has, um, a couple of different anecdotes about it. Like in 1948, people talked about like the like the the bold look with the Windsor knot, which also had a pocket square with a wide border. Um, there was also um, arrow shirts in 1940 and 41 Ooh. had harmonizing shirts, pocket squares, ties, and. Sh- Shorts, oh which I'm presuming they mean like like boxers, which were all made of like the kind of like that quintuple stripe, that's crazy kind of thing. I was uh, I was literally just seen. joking yesterday with someone about the you could get a matching shirt and underwear set from Bryceland's, which I still think is a pretty funny idea. <laughs> yeah. um, you could do that. There was a four piece matching underwear set. That's insane. That's awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is also, you know, yeah, in the forties, people, people did like matching their colors and patterns all together. Boxer shorts all match. I feel like, yeah, the bold era, like post-World War, I feel like there was a lot of matchy shit going on, you know? Yeah. It doesn't mean it's good, guys. It doesn't mean it's good. Mm -hmm. Um, well, that's also like, that's also where I've seen a lot of, and I mean, this is obviously different, but I've seen a lot of like magazine scans or whatever, where it's like the his and her suit and it's like matching suits, but for a, a man and a woman, you know? Uh, off topic on that similar vein, I did hear of a place that does matching underwear sets. Ooh, okay. Like like lingerie, like like bespoke ish, like lingerie, and like a guy, the guy would like get a nice frilly, or <laughs> I don't know if it's frilly, but <laughs> it's just yeah. like a, it's just a little 
like cocksack, but it's like made of <laughs> doily material or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so to to kind of go back to the co- so like nowadays, guys wear pocket squares. Good I think idea. guys, you know, when they're wearing suits. However, it does come off as a little bit cheesy now for uh, you know hashtag menswear has kind of like you know. I mean, come I full think circle. I think it depends. Like again, like this is one of those things where it's like there's so many things that individually are very cheesy in hashtag menswear, but it's like if I just see. If I see a guy in, like, you know, a fucking bright orange and green striped tie with a matching pocket square thing or something, I'm going to be like, hold on, this guy's the Autumn King. Um, but then the second thought <laughs> I'm going to have is, like, this is this is really cheesy. But, like, like, but, like, uh, like, uh, like uh, again, if I see someone that's just wearing a pocket square and it looks good with their outfit, I'm never going to be like, oh, that you're so hashtag menswear. Like, I think it just it's fine, you know? I guess so, but I mean, I guess I'm referring to like within menswear circles. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like like that whole look of like the Drake thing of like the the brown check jacket, the striped shirt, the um, you know striped tie with like mm-hmm. the tapestry print pocket square. Like that that look, I guess it's also kind of out. Like you see a lot of like new Converse hashtag men are doing that, but like a lot of the guys, even like Drake's themselves, doesn't really do that anymore. Yeah, like there is. And and we even poll the Discord about it, and people in our own Discord, the guys who wear suits more than most people, uh, they don't like it. They don't do the pocket square. It feels a little bit too dandy, and I think it's because of you know like like the like the mindset of wearing a pocket square. It's meant to kind of tie everything together, but because of that, it does feel a little bit superfluous. And the pocket square is probably the most superfluous thing that you could wear all together uh-huh. with your with your suit because i mean even a tie has like it takes up more visual space it does make it for a different vibe but the pocket square is so small outside of like the white one where you know it's it's use kind of feels weird and when you put it in there it does look studied not in the matchy way but just because like you know you're trying a little bit harder than mm-hmm. most. I mean, one of the reasons I personally haven't worn pocket squares in a long time, even though I've been wearing more sport coats, is because a lot of times I'm still, I'm using my breast pocket for something else, either to carry sunglasses or notebook or sometimes my phone or whatever. But yeah, that space just gets taken up, you know? What what about your, what about your inside pockets? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, uh... You want on the outside? That's crazy. What, like the, 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 just the notebook or the phone or what? The yeah, I put everything in my inside left breast pocket or my inside right breast pocket. Sometimes I don't want to have to reach in there, you know. And also, you know, it's, <laughs> it's right. you're doing the the, the motion no. is the same. No, <laughs> it's the not same. the same. You're doing this. Imagine I have a sweater on, which I often do this summer because I'm staying in fucking San Francisco, which is the coldest city in America. What does what have to do with this? I have to I have to wear fucking sweaters every time I go out. But you're you're still. Yeah, but then I'm not. I'm going to have to reach underneath my sweater? I'm going to stretch out the neck? No, thank you. Wait. No, I'm talking about your inside inside jacket jacket pocket. pocket. Oh, I could do that, too. But also, you should know this is a vintage collector. A lot of times... Not a lot of of them have the left one. They don't have the left one, and I use my right one for my wallet. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fair. Uh That that goes for a lot of people here. So, again, for for those of you who don't know, not every sport coat has dual interior breast pockets. Uh-huh. Back in the day, um, you would just get it on the, the right side. The right I don't know why, but you would. It, it just makes sense to have both. I don't get it. I don't, uh-huh. I don't know either. Um, but, yeah, okay. I, I know and I know that uh, Permanent Style does the same thing, too, where, like, he'll put a pen in his outside breast pocket. He'll put glasses or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, the, the sentiment seems like guys are moving away from, from pocket squares. 
um, which is so funny because we had that whole big explosion. A lot of people, like, there's a lot of, like, those hipster pocket square stuff. And not even that, there's a lot of, like, luxury pocket square makers. I guess Drake's is kind of moving away from it. But, like, you know, like, those, like, Singaporean brands or, mm-hmm. or like, you know, the Southeast Asian ones, like, Van Define Clothing um, will make, like, really good, really beautiful pocket squares. You have Simonone Godard, I think, like, the French the French maker who makes a lot of, like, good hosiery and, like, you know, nice pocket squares, very beautiful you know, Beautiful. cashmere, wool, wool, silk, linen blends. I think our Drake's ones are wool, silk, and linen, where you get, like, you know, they get more visual texture to them um, because pocket squares, again, like, they feel, I feel like the sentiment is, you know, as they are completing the look, they also feel like something that you just should do when you're wearing a tie and sport coat. Like, it's just, I think because of the fact that guys don't wear sport coats anymore, it's something that, okay, if I'm going to make the conscious decision to do it, I have to go full and wear the whole pocket square tie shirt whatever and i think it's also become a thing where guys just think a pocket square is fancy it doesn't even mm-hmm. think of it as like as an accessory thing anymore where like your your accent i mean it is an accessory but like it's not like a an accent sometimes it is like the main thing and you see that now where guys wear pocket squares even if they're not wearing a tie because mm-hmm. they and they, they see it as like this way to elevate the look it, it's the pockets were signals some kind of formality, even though in reality, like it doesn't really matter. When you look at like, you know, when guys wore um, back in the golden era, guys would wear uh, sport shirts with sport coats, and that's pretty casual because there's no tie. It's not even a dress shirt, but guys would still wear pocket skirts because like you just, they just did that. It's just something yeah. you just did. But nowadays, it's like okay, I'm not wearing a tie. I'm gonna wear a pocket skirt because I want to look fancy, but not too fancy. Well, because I also so the- know back when I was wearing pocket squares more often. One of the things that yep. would happen, and for a while, the last time I was wearing pocket squares, I was sticking just white pocket squares, I think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I have to imagine this was done uh, <laughs> at some point in the quote-unquote golden era, too, um, which may contribute to why you see them a lot more often. But I would put on a pocket square, I would be done with my night, and I would just hang up my jacket with a pocket square still in there because, you know, you have the big fucking 15-pack of white pocket squares, so it's not like you're running low. Um, and the next time you, you try it on, the pocket square's there. I'm not going to take it out. It's fine, you know? It's yeah. fine where it is. Yeah, I I haven't done that because I – and I'll get it, we'll get into this at the end of the episode, but, like, how we how we all wear them. Um, I Not every outfit I do requires a pocket square. Let, I mean, white probably goes with everything, but – um, you know, I like the intentional choice because I like I like starting from a tabula rasa, like blank slate. Mm-hmm. You know, I just put it all together, and so I don't. I like to you know think of it that way. Um, but yeah, a lot of people use pocket squares in place of a tie, and it's it's just so it's just so funny. I just I know that it's fine, but like wearing a pocket square with a polo shirt just feels weird. And maybe I'm already poisoned where I think of pocket square as like the tie accessory. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it pulls everything all together, and even then. It's all about whether or not it makes sense for the tie-wearing outfit. I don't like the pockets where with, you know, without a tie. Or, you know, sometimes, you know, again, when guys wear with a polo shirt. And I just, it maybe it's because I don't want the, the pockets where to become a visual focal point of the outfit. I like it to kind of blend in. I like it to be just for me where it's about, it's pulling in, the you know, the, the colors of, like, the shirt, the pockets, uh, the shirt, the jacket, and the tie. Mm-hmm. But when it becomes, like, you know, excuse me, take a shot. Like the main thing of it, I feel like we're kind of losing on what, like what the pocket square is meant to be because then that becomes too studied to me. We're like, okay, I gotta make it be like the the, the forefront. It's gotta be the pop of color as opposed yeah. to like just kind of blending all them together. You know, I want it. You know, I want this cord 
to be, you know, I don't want people to be able to pick out all of the different notes. I want, I want this to be like, a, you know, just kind of blending it all together. And so I, I just, I think it does look a little cheesy when people just wear the pockets for it. I know people do it. It's totally fine if they do it. It's, and it's also probably fine that they see it as like them being fancy. You know, I get it. A tie's not for everyone. Um, but I feel like, like Permanent Style did in his really good article about why he does more pockets for I feel like I've just gotten bolder in doing other things. You know, I'll wear instead of like, oh, the bold pocket square, I'm going to wear like a bold striped shirt instead. You know, I'll wear like my big old block stripes, like a big old grid pattern, you know, or I'll, you know, like like you guys do, like I'll wear like, you know, like I'll put like my pen in there, you know, yeah. to kind of like give a little bit or or I know some people like will wear like a pin, like a lapel pin of like, you know, like a, I know like like Ryan has a couple stuff like when he was in Japan or he makes some stuff of his animation or his stuff like that. I know a lot of people do it. For bands, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of a fun thing to do. I know Simon says he kind of does that as a reference to like when he would wear like a denim jacket when he was a teenager. I like that a lot. Um, but if everyone wanted to be cool and fancy and slouchy, the real replacement for a pocket square is the fucking bandana or neck scarf. Like that's the real way to kind of have like kind of like a more interesting feel. And then I feel like guys like Jay are able to kind of affect this like your very jaunty, slouchy, and elegant look. Without relying just doing a box where I feel like there's something about like it the hanging part. I mean that's so. true, but also like I don't know. There, again, there's it's this is a podcast about vibes, but uh, it's just a different yeah. vibe between a guy wearing an open collar pocket square versus an open collar with like a neckerchief. You know, there's a, that's a, those are two different things. But I, and I would say that the neckerchief looks cooler than a guy okay. wearing an yeah. open shirt in the pocket square. I feel like to me it looks so like businessman. You know mm. what I mean? And not not even in like in a good way. It just it feels so like. It feels like you're just not committing hard no, enough. No, I mean, I, you know? I, I get that because I, I know that I've seen like Die Workwear on Twitter talk about this recently where it's like all the tech executives or like not just tech executives, like executives in general who are trying to look like hip and cool but still professional. What they'll always do is they'll just wear like a navy or gray like worsted business suit and just not wear a tie, but they'll still have the pocket square. They'll still have like, you know, the dark leather shoes and stuff like that. And when you when you have all that but no tie, it just looks like something is missing. Yes, and I feel like when you do it, I think the reverse is not true. Where like a tie with a shirt and everything, um, no pocket square. I feel like that's a specific look too. Mm-hmm. Like I feel, and I feel like that's even better because I feel like again the pockets were just like, even to me as a guy who wears suits more than most people who wears a tie almost every day. The pockets where it just feels too fussy. It's crazy yeah. that it's it's come that way, and um, it's just it's just so weird how like this small thing which doesn't really get to be seen that much just becomes that idea. And I've never felt that way be- about a tie. Maybe it's because like I know my ties are cool, but like pocket squares, I think it's because people approach it like oh the pocket square. There's so many different folds you can do with it. And I think people get so hung up on it just like with the oh I need to wear the tie knot this way. Mm-hmm. You know, like people think they have to do it like. People get the same way about pocket squares. And I'm like, no, dude, like, just throw it in there. I remember one time, like, a guy was so surprised. Like, I was like, Ethan, how do you get your pocket square to look at that? And I'm like, you see this? I'm just going to do this, this, and I put it in there. And, like, that's, yeah, that's all it is. Shove it you in. know, and people just shove it in. And, and, of course, like, you know, you kind of, like, you'll play around with it a little bit. But, like, I'm not, like, folding it a certain way or whatever to, you know, to get it all perfect, you know? No, I and love so, you know, maybe I, I, we haven't done a full Chinatown episode, right? We'll have to do that eventually. But I remember yeah. seeing in that there's a part where he does that with his pocket square. And that's like, you don't see that often, like that motion, I guess, represented in film of him like, oh, yeah, just, just like, shoving yeah, the just... pocket square in his pocket and then like pulling it out. So you get the peaks, stuff like that. But yeah. 
Yeah, that was. I, I remember watching that and being like, oh, okay, that's how you do it. I mean, I already knew, but I'm like, it was cool to see someone else do it. So yeah, yeah, that's how I do. And to me, now that now that we've kind of almost been an hour at this, I feel like we can talk about how we were our pocket squares. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I I wear the white one a lot. Um, but I before we move on, I do want to say that I do like the idea of like kind of wearing a tie without a pocket square. I kind of have done that a lot lately. It's because like you know when you look at like the '90s, like with Armani or whatever. Not every Armani photo has a guy wearing a tie and pocket square. I don't even know if he did that as a part of his look back in like the early '80s and '90s. Mm. You know, I know Ralph Lauren has it, but I feel like that that's the whole thing, right? Do you want to look like Ralph Lauren, everything all put together, yeah. very old school, or do you want to look Armani where it's old school and like the slouch? But like the vibe is kind of feels modern to it because there's no pocket square. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's like a lot of tonal stuff. I feel like because a pocket square is so, you know, traditionally uses like a pop of color or an accent thing. When you do something tonal, like wearing all brown, like you know, like like browns and grays, a pocket square kind of just doesn't fit with that kind of look to me. You know, a white one is just too much, right? And then when you get brown, it's like, well, I feel like now you're trying to be a little bit too fancy when the whole vibe is just you're supposed to be slouchy. You know, you might as well just remove the pocket square. Um, and so, like, I feel like I, as I've added more things to my canon where I'm able to kind of be casual but still wear a tie, ergo, like, monochromatic look, stuff that focuses more on texture, Armani-inspired, I feel like a pocket square just doesn't work for that. Same thing with, like, a 70s look, too. You know, I feel like 70s, even though people did wear pocket squares, I feel like if I want to lean into that, I just don't wear pocket square. Like, mm-hmm. I will wear, I wore, like, flared chino, chambray shirt, black knit tie, tweed jacket to go to a bar. And I'm like a white pocket square. I feel like I'm just, I'm trying to be a little ivy. I feel like if I wear a pocket square, I feel like it just makes sense. Oh, I gotta wear I gotta wear penny loafers instead. But like, no, but I'm wearing boots, and I feel like a guy wearing boots won't wear a pocket square. Like it's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's kind of like a weird like narrative through line going through here. And so like to me nowadays, the pocket square is really just all about whether or not it just makes sense for the character yeah. that's wearing this whole thing. And again, like it, and the character that I am, I am not the guy who wears a polo shirt sport coat and pocket square i feel like that guy is confused you know <laughs> i don't want i don't want to be these i don't want to be those like those tech guys that you're talking about right or like or like old guys and again it's not any shade to people who actually do that i'm sure it's fine but even then when i see like photos of, like clark gable that i've included wearing like a runaway collar shirt pocket square i'm like why are you wearing a pocket square clark gable like just take it out like because your your sport coat becomes a jacket it's not you're not wearing a sport coat it's not a tailored look as much anymore you know like just just take it out and i feel like it's so much better you know like mm-hmm. those those looks that we that we shot with um with john i don't think you're wearing a white pocket score when you're wearing your like your quad now uh your quad um like fleck jacket with gabardines and like the gabardine shirt and the gabardine no. pants i don't think you're wearing a pocket square for that you know no, that would be crazy just, yeah. yeah and so and so nowadays when i do wear a pocket square it's almost always a white one and it's almost always with the, the esquire man look where it's like screw point collar you know, abstract foulard tie DB and you're wearing the pocket square. Um, I feel like I just don't do as much, especially with like, I, I'll do it with Ivy league looks where it's just like the white TV fold, mm-hmm. but I don't really do the whole, you know, set, you know, gray pants, brown plaid jacket, red foulard tie striped shirt. And then like a fun little pocket. I feel like that's just too much for me. I feel like it's just, I've moved away from that. And it's kind of sad because so sad. You know, the, the Drake's pocket squares that I bought were not cheap. I bought them, you know, five, six years ago when I'm like, this is so cool. I even gave MJ one for his birthday um, long or Christmas, like five or six years ago when I bought it. I think I, I, think I bought them He's all when it was Christmas? like... Christmas? Yeah. My yeah. Christmas birthday. Yeah. Yeah. 
but birth of Christ. Um, Your anniversary of being a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I don't I don't do yeah. I don't do it. I feel it was like... Jesus's birthday, and it's like okay, I'll worship this guy as a gift, as my own. Yeah, gift. I'll just do him a little, do him a little favor, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like I, you know, the more I get dressed, the more I I kind of, um, you know, I wear fedoras again. Like it's like okay, I can't. It's weird, right? Like I'll wear a full I wear a suit or wear separates, clear point collar, uh, foulard tie fedora but i won't do the pocket square for some for some reason the pocket square just feels like i can't do it and i think maybe it's because like you're just not afforded as much expression with a pocket square because it's so small mm-hmm. you know but then i sometimes i feel like i wear pocket squares more when i wear like a db because i feel like because of that i like that overlap and i like a little a tiny pop of color that you get or that like kind of three-dimensional feeling when it's oh, kind yeah. of like you know tucked under like mm-hmm. the db like the very wide db lapel i feel like the pocket square just looks really good with that I don't do pattern pocket squares with a DB because I feel like that's too casual for a DB. Mm. I'll just do the white. And like Spencer said early on, or I think that all of us do it, I just wear the white pocket square now. Like that, If I'm wearing yeah. a pocket square, it's going to be white. Yeah. If I'm not wearing a pocket square, I'm probably not even, I'm probably doing a minimalistic look where pocket square doesn't make sense. And if I'm not wearing a button-up tie-wearing shirt, I'm not going to wear pocket square at all. Like you're not going to see me do t-shirt with pocket square. I feel like that's crazy. T-shirt with pockets for what? That what is guy is that? Like what guy? Like what? Like what? What character are you? Are you being with that guy? You're Mister Square. You're, gonna, you're being Square well. Man. I guess in my head, you're being like like a like a like a TV host of like some like some like um like YouTube thing where guys. Wearing, like, yeah, like, that like, is like, a very like, uh, MTV video <laughs> fucking like video yeah. awards like presenter. Yeah. Yeah. Like 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 white or, or like black T-shirt. Awards, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I feel white like sneakers, we need to we navy we've, suit. We've, there yeah. have been a couple different looks we've said. It's like this is like if you're a presenter at the Kids Choice Awards, this is what you wear. We need to codify that look so people. We need stop to like talk about all the all the. We need to talk about all of like the non menswear suit looks. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. you're not in classic menswear. Like you know, like yeah, like that guy, the politician look, etc. Um, um, really quick before I before I start, there's a song that I just remember that you should embed into this. It's called the Good Mister Square. Nice, love it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. But anyway, okay. Um, yeah, Spencer, tell us about yours, because yeah, you you like me, you have some white pocket squares. Mm. Well, here's you also here's have the thing. a couple of Drake's ones. I do have. I have one Drake's one. I have a bunch of um, pocket squares with patterns that I never wear. Uh, either <laughs> that, because like when I worked at J Crew, or sorry, not J Crew. I didn't get any pocket squares from J Crew when I worked at Men's Warehouse. Uh, and especially Macy's when I would still get discounts there, I would get them more often because like I could, I could get like a fucking pack of like five pocket squares, like patterned ones for like two bucks or something like that. What kind of patterns are you talking about? I would always get the floral ones. You know me, I like the florals. And so sometimes I would buy a pack of pocket squares. That's hashtag menswear right there. I know. And I don't wear them anymore. But, um, there was like, if I, if there was one pocket square that I liked in a pack of like three or four or whatever, I would just send a whole thing. Yeah. Just because it's so cheap. But yeah, like you recently, if I had been wearing pocket squares, it would be a white pocket square. One of the reasons I haven't in the last couple months uh, is because I just can't find my white pocket squares anymore, my plain white ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like I always, this was another thing that was super nice at working in Men's Warehouse. I could get those like, you know, big packs for so cheap. And so I would end up using them like as like handkerchiefs or something like that. And, you know, sometimes they would get gross and I would throw them away or they would be in a jacket that I take to get dry cleaning and they get they get lost or something would happen. 
the point is I can't find any of my white pocket squares anymore. Uh, over the last couple of years, they've all, you know, when I moved and stuff like that, maybe I, I left them at home. Um, but I can, I kind of want to get, just go on Amazon and get one or two packs of those because there have been times where, especially if I'm doing the more straightforward, like business looks, you know, I'm not trying to dress for fashion, but like, I'm, you know, like actually working. There have been times where I'm like, man, I feel like a pocket square would just like, you know, elevate this a little bit, bring it up. Mm. Um, I know that you don't necessarily like the TV fold as much. I don't mind it with some looks. I don't like it. Only with the Ivy. I only do it Ivy. Yeah, but I do like it with again like the more straightforward kind of like everyman like business looks. Um, I like the puff. Uh, but yeah, I mean like 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 you said, it's like the it's like yeah like the whatever character I'm dressing as that day. If it makes sense for that person to be wearing a pocket square, then I would want it. But a lot of times, if I'm using, if I'm if I'm going out, like if I'm wearing a sport coat for fun, it's usually a little bit more casual, and so I skip it. Um, and then um, again, I use my breast pocket a lot, so uh, that that kind of takes up that real estate sometimes. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I feel like I definitely know I wear my white pocket skirt when I'm like going to something fancy. I feel like it mm-hmm. makes sense, and my fan like there's not a lot, but like going to a wedding with Isabel or like I think I went to Annie's birthday a couple of years ago where I went for like this really yuppie look I wore like a my navy suit I wore a bengal or like a yeah bengal striped shirt with like a fun like more corporate yuppie looking tie and I'm like well the pockets were kind of make sense with this you know kind of be because mm-hmm. like in my head like when you wear like a jacquard tie with like a white shirt I feel like yeah it's kind of like a wedding-esque you know yeah. and I feel like wearing, wearing that it kind of makes sense for it um and yeah I do like the tv fold for Ivy League only, because I typically mm-hmm. just do it for, you know, the, um, uh, like, the kind of just haphazard points in the air, kind of, like, exploding pockets where I think I don't do anything special. But what's funny is that I, the puff fold is kind of a paradoxical to me, because I think the puff fold, uh, when it comes to, like, the uh, the Drake's pocket squares, right, where, like, the tapestry print ones, which I still love. I still own them. I'm never going to give them away. I'm never going to sell them because I love the print on them. I should just frame yeah. it. Honestly, that's kind of fun. Yeah, they're nice. They're they're really great, right. good-looking uh, prints. And they have great texture to it. I think yeah. that when they go into the pocket, they look really good as opposed to, like... Oh, that's true. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I, we kind of said that before, but, like, you know, the really shiny polyester ones, avoid that. Just, like, avoiding polyester shirts, sport coats... It, like texture-wise, it just doesn't work. I think that when you have tech, when you have texture that's closer, like to cotton, linen, wool, silk, you know, those combinations, I feel like it just looks a lot better. It feels more subdued, like like how corduroy, like you know, has it looks good in jewel tones because of how dusty corduroy can like come off. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, with the tapestry stuff, I feel like the puff fold is the only way that it works because you get to kind of like focus on like the middle part and the kind of you know it it shows more of the tapestry because. When you have when you do it my way with the points sticking out, you just get like the borders and it just looks yeah. like you're wearing a solid red pocket square. And I'm like, I don't want to wear you, a solid you, red pocket square. You just square. see a little bit of a unicorn's hind legs and you're like, what is that? Yeah, you want more of the scene, and so you kind of like you know that's where like the whole like puff and twist thing that came about. I don't like that because like I don't like combining the puff and the points behind it, it looks like a fucking yeah. peacock or whatever, or like a turkey, like you know when kids do the whole the the, the palm hand open palm turkey thing that I'm doing. Uh, like this, I you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that look. But so I do the puff fold to kind of get the most out of it. But then I think the puff fold, uh, as most artists would say, looks f- formal because of how beautiful spherical, of uh, how beautiful and spherical it looks. And I don't like that. I want it to be haphazard. I want it to be more slouchy. And the and the puff, which is technically like just a half moon, you know, just like a like the look of it coming out of the pocket, just doesn't look 
it seems antithetical to me for like the vibe I'm going for. So mm-hmm. I end up just like foregoing the, the the tapestry pocket square because it just it doesn't the fold itself is just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Uh, I and then I end up just going with like the white pocket square or I just go plain. Um, and I feel like if my whole thing is the effect of like the, I want people to wear ties. I want people to wear ties because the way the ties look cool the, the, or the way that they look. And I feel like the pockets where it just makes it into a whole like aesthetic thing. I'm like, no, focus on the tie. So if I just remove the pocket square completely, mm-hmm. I feel like then you get, then you people can focus on how beautiful my tie looks and people can see, oh, Ethan's kind of got it tucked into the waistband, you know? And I do think the pocket square does play into um, the, its presence or absence can play into how people perceive the whole you know, tie look. And I know for, again, for most people, probably they're, they're probably not doing that. But if I tell them, then they'll know what I'm thinking, you know? Because, you know, there was the, uh, you talked about this before, the Esquire GQ article that you read. Uh, yes, on. and I tried so hard to find it for yeah. this article. I can't remember Man. what year it was. But uh, for those of you who don't, who don't know, uh, there was one of the first Esquire books that my mom ever got me. This is like back in like, high school there was a whole article or there's there is one look in the section you know or you know we've talked about before where like you know magazines will give like a fun jaunty editorial name to different looks and it was it was something about color it was something about blah 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 and one of them was called the absence of the pocket square and it was a guy wearing a sport coat i think open shirt and like jeans it was probably like dark. it was probably more tonal it probably wasn't like a you know a dad look but i was like whoa no pockets where that's fucking crazy and for a long time i never did that but now I, I'm perfectly comfortable wearing a shirt, tie, sport coat, or suit combination, no pocket square. In fact, if you look at my fits for like the past two, three years, you know, I guess pandemic wise, it's just not, it's just like not there. The pocket square is just not there. And I feel like it's, it's kind of opened it up. And it's not that I don't wear pocket squares anymore. I still wear it, but now it's just that the non-pocket square look has added, been added to the canon of everything. Um, and it's just it, like Spencer and I have said, like it just depends on what, what character that is. But MJ, you're kind of different than the rest of us because you wear pocket squares more often. You, I think you wear it every time, and I'm curious why you do that. I'm, my head, it's kind of like maybe are you like because you're like newer to it, so you're still in the pocket square phase. Yeah, you know. But how, what goes into your pocket square decisions? Um, I mean, it's just kind of like another, another detail or like. A, a little bit of uh like you said like an, it's still kind of a new thing for me so i want to yeah you know see how i feel about wearing it with everything basically um mm-hmm. but i mean it's usually like shirt and tie uh shirt and tie fits not really i, I was i was about to say occasions but it's you know it's everything is an occasion sort of thing so it, it like it doesn't um, it doesn't matter. I don't think too hard about wearing one or not wearing one. Um, yeah. And yeah, like we're the same. Like I own two pocket squares, the 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 tennis one and the plain like white cotton one. So um, I I don't plan on going too into buying more pocket squares or like uh, expanding colors and patterns. Um, I I, ha- I haven't done it in a while, but I also do the uh, colored bandana uh, you've seen me do. Yeah, um, I, I think I'd like that more than the regular, you know, convention of pocket, like the regular yeah, cause, styles. But 
because yeah. I mean it it's a little bit more uh more slouchy and interesting compared to the uh regular pocket square um also a little bit more functional because you know it's it's like it's a thicker fabric and you know use it as a as like a sweat rag or <laughs> napkin if 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 i need it right so it's it's like it it's it serves more purpose i guess than um you know a silk the silk drake's uh pocket square that's just you know it's it's just a silk pocket square yeah but what i mean that's that's why i haven't really done the whole bandana pocket square thing just because i don't wear bandanas very often anyway but i feel like um the color for me is kind of hard because i already have i mean if you don't wear ties a lot and you don't have a lot of abstract ties or really big striped shirts the bandana pocket square just makes sense, right? right. Like, like I'm sure, like in my head, for you, if like you're wearing like a polo shirt, which I'm sure you do, or with like a kind of like a workwear thing, you know, more casual, the bandana pocket square works. But again, for me, it's like when you got a whole bunch of stuff, like the bandana just doesn't make sense for that character. It doesn't make sense thematically or even like just color wise with everything else. Yeah, I um, mean, it's, yeah, like you said, if you're especially if you're doing, you know, pattern pattern tie pattern shirt, adding that would kind of like. It, it it would throw you off a little bit, right? Or it just it's like it's like you don't you don't need it. It's it's an unneeded uh, uh, addition. Yeah, yeah, and I, I and I I never want one thing to be the focal, um, like color point of the outfit. I I I mean this this is this goes beyond just pocket squares, but like I don't want like I don't wear like navy suit, blah blah, blah plain white shirt, and like a bright red tie or whatever. You know, I think my my style is much more understated, and so having too much power in the pockets where it kind of betrays my own philosophy on dressing. Then again, you know, I, I kept saying how I don't like the whole polo shirt with suit and like pocket square, but there is a excellent photo that Spencer showed me a long time hmm. ago that I still have of Clark Gable wearing gray oh, yeah. suit, black polo shirt, and then a red bandana in a TV fold, which mm-hmm. is crazy. And that's such an, like, that's such a great look, but I feel like it's cool for like that photo and because he's Clark Gable, but I feel like again, if I think if you distill everything down to gray suit, black shirt, red pocket square, doesn't look good to me. I can't, I can't put that together. But again, it looks good in the photo, so it's like you, you, I you guess, can't pull I it off. So. Yeah, yeah, I get, yeah, you know. But I think, I think that's because again, I, I don't, I wouldn't wear the polo shirt and the suit probably like right. that, right? I probably wear, I'd probably go for something different. I feel like if I wore a black shirt and uh, a gray suit, then I'd wear like a cream, my cream neck scarf, you know, a jaunty scarf, something, something that that goes a little bit further right i feel like the pocket square to me again just kind of just doesn't work here mm-hmm. and i know a lot of people in our discord kind of agree the same thing um one thing that kiyoshi brings up is do you think i mean and i kind of agree here like pocket square is like a class signifier or a result of you not reading class signifiers uh. properly because again i to me i'm like yeah most people do it because they think that's what a rich guy looks like yeah. and it looks bad because that's not what rich people look like and I also don't want to do that. I don't want to do that too much of a dandy thing. You know, people yeah. are moving away from um, from the pocket square. And I think if people are kind of having fun with like the with like a fun pocket square, probably best to do it with a full suit at the very least. You know, that way you have a little bit more of like a grounding agent as opposed to you know just wearing it with like. I think I think when you're doing separates with the pocket square, I feel like you're, you're starting to get right, starting to get a little too crazy. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you might you might kind of mess up here. Um, but 
but yeah, so you guys, we guys wouldn't buy anymore. I think I think we're all set with pocket squares, right? You probably it's probably not. Well, like I said, buy. I would I would buy more. Okay, but the it would white just be one. the white yeah. ones to get yeah, <laughs> to sure. get more. Yeah, re- hey, Spencer, come one. here. I'll give you one of my extra ones. Okay. Just, just, See, don't, I need, don't need I need to, to get the fifteen it. pack. I need to get the fifteen pack. I. I <laughs> See, unlike you, I take care. I don't. I don't leave them in places. So, I. Well, I'm always. I'm such one. a gentleman. I'm constantly offering my pocket squares to ladies oh, in distress. Sorry. That's, That's right. the problem. That's right. Yeah. You're like, eh. oh, I, you know, you know who I give mine to? Who? Uh, nuclear physicists. That's who, right. When you uh, ask them, who, <laughs> you think you care? You think they care? Who who made the bomb? Yeah. See, here we go. Eleven, ten-piece pocket square. <laughs> oh, this is silk though. I don't want the silk. I want cotton ones. That's ten dollars yes. for. That's. I mean, we kind of hinted at it. We didn't talk too much about it, but again, a more subtle texture is probably the best way to go. I think silk. Silk is shiny. It just doesn't look good. Yeah. Um, but you want here we go on blend. Amazon a twelve pack for thirteen dollars or a six pack for eight ninety nine. Okay. I could do. Yeah, I could do go. a multi pack of bandanas. I don't know about. Even then, I think about it too. Like my. One thing I think about too is my, is my shirt choices. Like they're all like Oxford or textured materials. I don't wear like straight up poplin that much, mm-hmm. right. and so like a silk pocket square just doesn't match with that. Even my ties oh. have texture to them. You know, like they're not they're not like a shiny silk. They're usually like a matte a matte color, or it's a it's a knit tie, or it's like a wool blend tie, or like you know the vintage you have like those rayon blend ties which feel a little bit more matte or whatever. It kind of you know it doesn't really work. And then when I if I was I don't have any silk pocket squares, but like you know, if I was wearing my jacquard ties, I don't want two shiny things in my body. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't want to do to call that much attention to it. I should just have one um, jacquard, like one one really silky thing. And even then, I would just wear a white cotton or cotton linen pocket square. I would not wear yeah. a white silk one. Um, but before we end, I do want to say that there is one thing that I will always Ooh. wear a pocket square with, no matter what. And the answer, of course. It's black tie. Oh, there you go. The yeah, pocket yeah. square, it just, it, it doesn't just even matter. It, yeah, it just, it just makes sense because I think because of how much black is on it, you know, the bow tie, the cummerbund, the suit, the shirt, you know, is, is, is kind of fun. You know, like, you know, it, it, you get a little bit of white there, but you don't, you don't even have anything to pull from in the tie, right? Because it's a black bow tie. So mm-hmm. I think the white pocket square kind of helps there. And here's something that I kind of, I was looking at my old photos that I would kind of do um, that inspired me. I would do a fun pocket square with black tie. I don't, uh, and not, Ooh. not in like the tapestry way, but I, I remember, I don't know if I still have it somewhere, but like my black, um, capital bandana, which has like black oh, and red cool. and white. Yeah. I feel like that would look killer with black tie. You know, if you did it with like, if you did like the top half black tie with bottom half, like flared jeans, the bandana pockets were, I think that would be absolutely sick with that. Mm. You know, um, I would do. I do have one white silk pocket square. It's like this crazy, like herringbone twill. I'd wear that with black tie because it's the shiniest white pocket square, and I feel like it works, especially when you have a wide lapel that goes over, that kind of overlaps the pocket. You kind of need a little bit of a little bit of uh, shine to the pocket square that that really works with it. I would probably do the red, a red silk one with that because the red silk pocket square, like I mentioned earlier, but the red carnation kind of <laughs> works with that too. You yeah. know. No, I mean, um, I think about. Um, I'm pretty sure. Th- I have this image in my head of an old Esquire illustration. Uh, that's a guy in black tie, and he's wearing a, a beautiful uh, shawl lapel, single-breasted jacket. Um, what, From my memory, there is a hint of a red waistcoat poking out, and then he's got a red pocket square, which I've always been like, holy shit, this is so good. Mm-hmm. 
See, black tie. Yeah, guys, just, just you know, if, if we if we think of black, a pocket square as like a very fancy thing, wear it with the fanciest thing possible, which is yeah, black tie. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I I love it. Even even when I wore like uh, I did my creative black tie where I wore my seersucker like my cream seersucker jacket with tuxedo trousers for my birthday, I wore pocket square because it just makes sense to wear mm-hmm. that. I feel like it would look naked without a pocket square. It you would know, look naked. Um, I did in in a very anti-Ethan fashion when I went to Italy. I forgot to bring a white pocket square to the wedding. Oh no! And but I was already wearing sandals and wearing like I was wearing a sham, I was wearing a white chambray shirt um, instead of like a tuxedo shirt. Uh, so I feel like it kind of worked with like the character I was being. Like this guy, this guy wouldn't wear a pocket square. <laughs> but I think now you know again if like you know going to the fill you know wearing with like plaid odd trousers, I feel like I would wear mm-hmm. pocket square with with that kind of thing. Or PSQ. But, that's right, but when it comes to you know whether or not you're wearing it with a suit, sport coat, or whatever, I think you got to really think about like what look you want to do. Yeah. If you want to do that, if you want to be that that guy, be the Clark Gable or like you know the regular guy wearing wearing it with a polo shirt, I think you can do that. I think there are ways to you know to again make it work you know, with the Drake's Wilson pocket squares or whatever, like those tapestry ones that you can get probably more common now. Um, I think that that's a really good look. I mm-hmm. think if you want to do the the white. Pockets square TV fold with Ivy with OCBD or a spread collar shirt with like the very th- slim rep stripe tie. Feel like that's cool. Or the white exploding pocket square with like you know a brown check jacket or with a with a DB suit. All the Esquire man. Feel like that's cool. But you know I think leaning into the fact of that you don't always have to wear it. You know with like the minimal tonal stuff that I tend to do now with like like Fraser doesn't wear pocket squares. I you he know hates them. Yeah, but I but. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Niles does either. But Niles has a handkerchief that he does to dust off his like his his chair or clean his face or whatever when there's germs. But they don't wear pocket squares, and I feel like that's probably um, that was from the Armani look because both of them are wearing like Armani suits. But it just kind of you know when I'm when I'm doing the whole Fraser look, I don't want to wear pocket square, and I feel like it does say something when I look at photos of myself when I'm wearing like brown tailoring, with even with a foulard tie and striped shirt, no pocket square does send a message, you know. But on the flip side, pocket squares always send a message. It's whatever, you know, whatever you choose to do with that, just make sure it makes sense with the look that you're going for. Mm. Um, and I think, again, like I think like all of us, we will always treasure our our Drake's fun pocket squares, even if we don't wear them a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we but, will have to, like, just frame them or make a quilt, you know, <laughs> just get a very two? small quilt with two of them. Yeah. <laughs> It's I more like a, I, a hand towel or like something, but you know. <laughs> I actually I might frame. Maybe Isabel will have some ideas yeah. on how to how to how to wear them. Because I, I I I um I'm gonna give Amity some of my other pocket squares in case he wants to wear them. But I found some that I I, I bought long time ago. Um, you know I have like this, this brown foulard one that I I thrifted. Like it's like J Crew. I thought like that's kind of a cool one. You know, or like like a like a blue reverse stripe. But the thing mm. is, I wear those things already in my shirts and ties. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for me to wear as a pocket square. You know, I'd rather have a tapestry jaunty scarf or a tapestry, you know, jaunty tie or whatever mm-hmm. instead of having a pocket square. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. But I will never give up my pocket squares. I'll never give up. Just, I spent too much money on them and I don't want to give them up. And I think that guys just probably wouldn't wear them as much. I think guys would probably read the blog and be like, Ethan actually doesn't wear this, so why would I buy it from him? You know, yeah, so, yeah. That's kind of the downside. T- ties are too strong, man. Yeah, oh, I go. love should ties. We, should should we briefly talk much. about when we had a pocket square business for two weeks? Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> so those of you who don't know this, we actually we actually got caught up in our hashtag menswear thing, and well, we were so like, the first, I remember I remember seeing we went through we went to um, 
uh, Dapper Day, and I saw a booth selling pocket squares with fabric that I recognized from like Michaels or oh, something. Yeah. And yeah. then they were selling them for like twenty bucks, and I was like, "Holy shit, guys! <laughs> like this is how this is a money printing operation right here." Um, and then yeah, I went to Michaels. I I broke out my sewing machine and made a bunch of those, and I think we maybe gave them to a couple friends of ours. Um, yeah. We opened up an Etsy store and then just never did anything. <laughs> like I, we I sold to, one. We sold one. I went to London and I remember texting you guys while I was in London. I'm like, hey, is this still going on? And you guys were like, I don't think we're doing this anymore. <laughs> well, because we but, had yeah. to make it ourselves. I'm sure these That's guys true, like, they yeah. just got some like Alibaba place to like just you know source the fabric. Just, or, you yeah, know, whatever. just like dumping. You know, it, in retrospect, it would have been way cheaper and easier to just get a big bulk of fabric and then dump it off at some. <laughs> Uh, factories place doorstop but you know we didn't have that kind of resources back then uh, it was sewing machine in the dream (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, it was called should we tell them what it's called uh mercer and arrow of course that's right it had to sound super hipstery and like like a you know like hipster ass that's a tumblr yeah it's like the same thing in um wolf of wall street where he's coming up with the name of his firm and it's like it it has to sound like something, you know, they came over on the Mayflower and carved it into Plymouth Rock. That's what we were going for. Yeah, and that, that's yeah. what it is, Mercer and Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, even back then, see, I, I, you know, looking back at the old photos that you guys will see on the on the blog, pocket scores are such an important thing for, like, an aesthetic because I, that's how I differentiated between, like, okay, I'm doing the hashtag men's real look, I'm doing, I'm doing Esquire Man, Way, even way back when, you know, I just I did all those things because I knew that a pocket square could signal these things expressively. You know, TV fold for this, exploding pocket square, exploding white pocket square for that, or you know, with a slim fit suit, crazy unicorn pocket square, or like anchors or shit on my pocket square with like you know, mm-hmm. with like a fun like spread collar shirt. Like I I was always obsessed with this from like a very um, aesthetically driven, I mean, I guess you could call it Disney bounding or cosplay, or as we call it now, cinematic dressing standpoint. And I think if you guys, you know, if you guys are still wondering about the pocket square and if, how are you going to do that, just think of it that way. Uh, or just buy one white pocket square and then yeah. use as needed. That'll get you through a lot of a lot of it. And most of the That's time, you need. you're probably not going to wear the pocket square. That's probably You're probably going to err on the side of not wearing it, so... Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Feel free to look at the blog post for all the photos of cool stuff, of, of, of pocket squares, and a lot of outfits that we wear of us not wearing pocket squares. So you guys can make a decision of when to wear it or not, and if Do you things want a would be, square? yeah, or if things would be better off with it or not. Uh, it's all about that. That's that's what makes this whole thing a hobby. It, it is fun to kind of play that like that that aesthetic algebra, I guess, <laughs> and kind of figure out what adds to the whole look or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of photos in there. A lot of old photos of Ethan, Spencer, and MJ. Yeah, especially of Ethan. That's right. In that one. So definitely take a look at that. Um, and thank you to the guys in our Discord who who discuss this a little bit. I think a lot of them are in agreement that pocket squares are a little bit too dandy, and a lot of people have moved away from pocket squares, even if they still wear ties today. So, well, strange. Interesting to see. Um, but yeah, to join the Discord, you got to give us five dollars a month by going to style. Nope. Patreon.com/slash/style/direction. Again, five dollars a month gives you access to our Discord, Discord, uh, plus uh, our bonus episodes where we talk about movies or personal stuff. Just a lot of fun there. Not really big, not really big deal. Not doing a good job of selling this, but uh, it does um, help us out and support us and pay for things like helping Spencer fix his laptop, which 
by That's able right. to record today. Yeah. Um, Ten dollars a month gives you access to all of that: the Discord, the bonus episodes. Plus, we thank you personally. Uh, so, MJ, who are the people that we are thanking? We are thanking our Sadcast fanatics: Shane Curry, Philip Gregard, Henrik Wilberg, and Alexander Batten. We appreciate you guys so much. I know you guys we have been love like, you. basically the only uh, the only supporters <laughs> of the Sadcast uh, tier for a long time. So, again, we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I guess I never said it, but you guys also get thanked in like every blog post. So, like that also. You're going to get a million more <laughs> subscribers now for this tier. Oh, man, they, they want to be thanked at the bottom of my very long 2,000-word <laughs> yeah. articles. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, uh, thank you guys again. You can follow me at Ethan M. Wong. I'm at Spencer DSO. I'm at IIMJ. Don't forget to read my essay on Pocket Squares as well as a companion piece to this episode. We will see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Alright, everyone stop your recording. Okay, I just dropped your pod.